Wait for it, wait for it. A little bit longer, be patient. Sayla. Sayla. Okay. There's the door. <laughs> the song is called Enoch's Door. <laughs> you wanna go through Enoch's door? I saw a door open in heaven. Revelation 4. And the voice says, come up higher. <laughs> People get a taste of the anointing and they settle. Oh my gosh. I was born in the Assemblies of God denomination. And I never settled. And we've been through all the Pentecostal and Charismatic and Glory Stream Church to come into sonship on the mountain of transfiguration and to overcome all the pyramids of human systems. And I'm so glad I never settled. You know, he always would use something to kind of get me moving. I'm a cattle prod's a little bit a little bit too extreme, but yeah, like a cattle prod for the flesh. Like, eh, no, you're not settling there. I don't think so, buddy. I know you don't see very well, you know, and this is my testimony the last 19 years going from glory to glory. I was born again in the glory of God, completely baptized in the glory, day one Christianity, age 18, October 15, 1999. You can read my testimony on my website, redletterman.com. But I'm telling you, you're tempted from the time you've tasted the glory and your walk in the glory and going from glory to glory and the mission and the destiny that God has for you on earth, you're always tempted to settle. I mean, I have watched settlers settle. <laughs> I don't even know how many times. I could honestly say hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands being like, nah, I'm good at this level. You know, family is pretty good. Everyone's kind of healthy. Make an okay living, got a happy job. You know, things are good. I'm not going to the next level. And it's like, all right. <laughs> but then, but I could never settle. And I watched all these people settle. And it'd be so easy, you know. And just everyone just embracing them. And just just myriads of support. And all kinds of a human applause. And just cheering them on. And it's like, man, they had it so easy. We didn't get any of that. We just got persecution every day, Lord Jesus. It's like, what, does God hate us? No, God loves us so much that he allowed us to endure it. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For your rod and staff, they comforted me. I'm not in the valley of the shadow of death anymore. I've climbed the mountain of transfiguration, depending on God's spirit and not my human abilities. That's what Mount Zion is, depending on God's Spirit, being led of the Spirit of Truth that will guide you into all truth. Gospel of John. Check that out. And I will send the paraclete, the one called alongside to help, and he will lead you into all truth. I don't know if I can trust the Holy Ghost. He leads me into the wilderness to be tempted by Satan 40 days. I didn't get any food, I didn't get any drink. Jesus Christ, testimony of Jesus. 
What? So the more he trusts you, the more he allows the enemy to tempt you? And the harder the path is, the greater the calling, the greater the destiny, the harder the path, and the harder the temptations, the harder the misunderstandings, the harder the persecutions, the harder the continuous betrayals, and the more the settling of those who once walked with you. I mean, you look at it. God the Father trusted Jesus so much that after he's baptized by his cousin John in the River Jordan, he's led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of Satan for 40 days without any food or drink. He didn't have anything to drink and nothing to eat for that time. It was like Moses on the mountain of Sinai. He didn't have any food or drink. He just had the Holy Spirit. I honestly, I know that would kill every single one of us here. And that's why Jesus Christ is our King. Amen? There's no way. Because we weren't conceived of the Holy Spirit physically. God isn't asking you to do that. God's asking you to do what He has planned for you. And it's, trust me, it's a million times easier than what Jesus Christ endured. I mean, my God. Oh, He's got His family coming to see Him. He's kicked out of the synagogue, and they're calling him crazy Jesus. Time to come home, boy. He thinks he's the Messiah. His mom and his brothers and sisters are there, and he's like, who are my mom and brothers and sisters? Oh, he's forsaken his family. He's forsaken the synagogue structure. I mean, he has forsaken the entire world. He has be become the anointed enemy of the entire world. And that's really what happened. And then, after he destroyed the entire world by his anointing, he's walking in palm branches and they're shouting Hosanna because he had destroyed all his enemies. He was King of Kings and Lord of Lords in that anointing, at that moment, coming in on the unridden donkey. That's what a, a soldier or a king of the Jewish armies would ride into Jerusalem on palm branches after conquering their enemies. He conquered sin and death. He did. They were all under his feet. But the problem was, they weren't under our feet. So the Father asked them to go to the cross so they'd be under our feet. Ser seriously. Amen. <laughs> so that he could share that same anointing with his brothers and sisters. That's why he's the firstborn from amongst the dead, amongst many brothers and sisters. It is written. Firstborn of many, many brothers and sisters that will have the exact same anointing of the Holy Spirit. So you can tell this anointing of the Holy Spirit that turns the world into your enemy and turns tables upside down and, you know, insults people that are involved with money. He called it unrighteous mammon. Insulting political leaders. He called Herod the political leader of the whole realm, a sly fox. And he's insulting the Pharisees. And he's calling the Pharisees a brood of vipers, the offspring of devils and the sons of Satan and whitewashed tombs and open sepulchers. So he's insulting all the political powers, all the religious powers, and he's burning them up. I mean, what kind of Holy Spirit did you receive when you were born again? 
a renegade spirit. You received an anointing that turns the world upside down. And it's not that you have a red dot on your forehead and they're coming after you. It's that the world has a red dot on its forehead and you're going after it. The tables have been turned. (laughs) We're not prey. We're not little weak lambs here anymore. Some of you are grown lions and lionesses in the apostolic anointing. Others of you are grown white eagles and gold eagles of the prophetic anointing. You can tell that the warrior bride is getting strong and the demons are very scared. I know they've all together given up on us. There's some of us here that Satan doesn't even try on anymore. He only tries on people way down below your feet because you're so high above every angelic principality and power and every name that can be invoked. Some of you are seated with Christ in heavenly places, literally, and not just in the brain quoting the scripture. In the, in the fake quotation from the brain, you're actually in heavenly places high above every angelic principality and power. As it's written, like you're a living epistle experiencing that verse. But there's a lot of people in the valley of decision that aren't solidified in great glory, in throne room glory, sealed inside the twelve pearls of the twelve gates of Mount Zion, sealed inside heavenly Jerusalem. There's a lot of people not sealed in the Holy Spirit who still have their gates open for other spirits to come into their brains. That's called mixture, where you have some tree of life and some tree of knowledge. It's like, I know I'm a spirit. I feed feed my spirit, but I do some worldly things in my brain too. It's called mixture. It's sin. It's your grave clothes that haven't come off. Jesus never had grave clothes. That's why he was a Huios, mature son from birth. All of us were born again technons. That's what the Bible teaches. It's an immature Christian. You're, you know, sucking at the bottle. 1 Corinthians, I wish that you were Huios, but you are still yet technon. You should be teachers by now, Huios, but you're still technon. Infants in Christ, carnal, unspiritual babes in Christ, still sucking milk for babies in Christ. But I tell you the truth, the greater glory you're born again in, I mean, there's not much there left to overcome. I mean, I know during the kingdom age when this glory just consumes everyone, people will be born huyos, which means their spirit will always have jurisdiction and government over their flesh. And there won't be any of this overcoming of the flesh technon nonsense that we deal with with immature Christians every day. We're coming into the time of the spirit government having total jurisdiction and authority and power over all flesh. And anyone that's involved in human governments and all of those systems will automatically do the will of the Son of God that reigns from the governmental seat over the city. And it won't be fallen angels like it's been during the church age when you've lived in buildings made by human hands. It will be sons and daughters of the living God because the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 22, verse 23, you are thrones of honor and glory in the Father's house. He's God of gods. (laughs) Amen. And I think you better recognize the power to create. The throne of God creates thrones of God. 
He has shared his power and authority with you. He has shared his apostolic and prophetic anointing with you without measure. And it's the apostolic and prophetic anointing that manifests sonship. And I tell you the truth, even if you weren't apostles and prophets, like we were in fivefold ministry before coming to this time, if you are drinking this apostolic oil and this prophetic oil into your belly, you will still manifest sonship and skip the fivefold order. I tell you the truth, that's what a son of God is. It's the fullness of the apostolic and prophetic anointings blazing through their heart in the Father's glory, which is called the morning star, the brightness of God. <laughs> and the light of God will shine so bright that it will be the light of the world and they won't go to these false stars. And you can already see the transition, which is so wonderful because of the great awakening of Zion erupting out of our spirit lives of all the Christians in America. There's a hundred, there's a hundred million of us, exactly. A hundred million Christians, a hundred million people in the USA that claim to be Christian as their religion. Now, I'm not going to go into details of how saved they are, or how big the morning star got, how bright they are, because there's different variations of brightness, different degrees of glory. You know, some people just pin needle salvation. That's awesome. At least you're not going to hell. You know, we rejoice in your salvation. But let's get that pin needle faith, that mustard seed faith, the size of your spirit, into full spiritual stature so that you can blot out the noonday sun so that there's no darkness in a thousand mile radius. That's what we're coming into. We're coming into an overlapping of the sons of God. And I saw it as a vision ten years ago of a redwood forest. And in the redwood forest, which is, you know, gigantic Jurassic trees, which we are in righteousness by grace, of course, not by works. No one's boasting. It's all because of the development of our spirit life to be this gigantic by the free anointing oil of Moses and Elijah, the fullness of the apostolic and prophetic that got us this big and bright. And so we're a redwood forest, the sons of God that's settled in the heavens forever. But the roots are interlocking above ground. What that means is there is an overlapping of our realms of the great white throne. There's no competition. There's no envy. There's no strife. All these people that are out there, they're faction leaders. They're following sorcerers. And they, they're servants of the devil, and they'll manipulate people to always make the sons of God look like the bad guys because the sons of God are children. We're the children of God. But they're mature adults with their intense witchcraft that murders the children and causes spiritual abortion and pushes their witchcraft into the brain and they come off as having being more mature than Jesus. Because Jesus is only 33 years old and he's a lamb on the throne. It's just a little child, a divine child on the throne. So, and it's just all about anointing and it's that greasy oil so it doesn't look real professional all the time. But these professional religious people that come around and prey on immature Christians, they minister witchcraft into the brains. And they always have a realm of what, who they control. They're called sorcerers. Christian sorcerers are everywhere. Okay, I've dealt with thousands of them. No exaggeration. They come in and they want to control people through an external witchcraft anointing, pretending it to be the Holy Spirit. It's not the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit doesn't like that at all. The Holy Spirit's the anointing. That's not the Holy Spirit. That's the devil. That's the angel of light 
that comes outside that deceives. That's why the Bible warns you, greater is he who's in your spirit, the fresh oil, than that angel of light of religion in the world. That externalism. You're warring against that external thing that says it's Christianity, but is actually the kingdom of hell. The kingdom of hell has almost all the Christians bewitched in their brain, so it's like there's a brown bag of pride, like sludge on them, and they do the will of the fallen angel that they're serving in ignorance. I mean, you got millions of bewitched Christians having begun in the belly, trying to finish in the brain, having begun in the fresh oil that saved you, the anointing that regenerated your spirit. Anointing was put into your spirit the day you were born again, and it was an oil fire. And you were burning bright. Everyone's conversion is the fresh oil being put in their human spirit, and their spirit gets ignited, raised from the dead while in the body, instantly translated out of darkness into His glorious light. That's an instant thing, being born again. It is. And now your spirit is to grow in that anointing, but a lot of people don't grow in that oil. They actually go into church and get taught externalism, and Satan's witchcraft goes through the brain, and they just never grow their spirit. And so you got all kinds of beat-up people with a false testimony of Christianity trying to say that's Christianity, working in witchcraft instead of the anointing. God outside-minded bewitchment. En masse, epidemic, worldwide. By his magic spell, he deceived all nations, it is written. That's the magic spell of Satan. That's the magic of Egypt. <laughs> Spiritual Egypt is the dealing with everyone's mind that's uncircumcised or uncrucified. Right in the brain realm. When your brain is not crucified with Christ, you are not actually participating in the works of the anointing. You're participating with Satan and his angels, and you're practicing sorcery. It's true. When you're in the anointing, there's no competition. There's no, you have to choose sides. But these sorcerers force our people to choose sides. I have dealt with this a hundred times with a hundred different sorcerers since the day I started ministry 12 years ago. We've had a different sorcerer come and attack our sheep and multitudes of sorcerers come and attack our people that are growing with us, going from glory to glory with us, walking in Joel's army with us, developing their spirit. And they come with an external witchcraft and they pull you away with the knowledge of good and the appearance of good. We've dealt with a hundred of them, at least, probably more than that. And that's how we've lost so many people over the years. Nothing new this season. They're getting pulled away. And the Father says, them getting pulled away under sorcerers is the fastest way for their pride to be destroyed. And we're dealing with it. I've dealt with this a hundred times. This is not new to me. It's always painful because I love everybody perfectly, but when they have something in their brain and something in their heart they're not willing to give up, they'll go and find someone that will pastor their pride or allow them to have secret sin because they can't stand the holiness because it burns it out of the heart. They're not willing to give up their whole heart to God. And most Christians are like that. They're called 30 and 60-fold Christians, where they cling and retain to 70% of their heart for themselves, or, you know, 60%, 40%, but we're the group of holy place Christians. They're 100-fold Christians. 30, 60, 100-fold, it is written. 
Silver gold gemstones. I'm not settling for silver and gold. I want gemstones. I want the hundredfold. I want the throne room, holy place, manifestation through my life. Whatever the sacrifice of my heart and mind. And we've already paid that price for years and years and years over and over again. We just try to pull people in to sacrifice it all and pay that price with us. To live with us in throne room glory. To give up that last measure that they're holding on to in their hearts and brains. It's that last bit of me in there. And it's just death. I mean, it's just deception. You let go, you'll be underwater in the hundredfold. Ankle deep, knee deep, waist deep, shoulder deep are underwater, Ezekiel 47 says. And when you're underwater, you're full-blown baptized in the great white cloud. And you're living in the glory of God. And you're fully in the kingdom of heaven. There's nothing in you that's mixture. There's nothing in you that's Babylon. There's nothing in there that's me, 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 I, 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 my personality, my wants, cares, hopes, desires, my dreams, bless me, bless me. No, it's all about the Father in the kingdom. There's no me. There's no ego in the kingdom. So that last little measure of ego and self-awareness and selfishness just gets incinerated, which is all death anyway. It's all pride. It's satanic. Satan's pride that's still in the human race. And it just burns off and you're free. That's when you actually overcome the world. And at that moment, when you're hundredfold in all your heart and all your soul and all your mind and strength, then you become a huios at that moment. And that's the place we want everyone to be. That's where we're trying to bring all these Christians every day. Into huios, without any me, any pride, any brain, any human education, only Christ as their teacher. No human nature. Only the divine Christ nature. The Christ nature is the tree of life. The human nature is the tree of knowledge. Can you imagine settling for some human fallen garbage? while your spirit's saved, and then, I mean, that's why they're tormented. They're tormented because they're eating off the table of demons when they're born again, and they don't know how to feed their spirit or grow their spirit. And so they just keep feeding their brain, and they got all these problems because they're eating from the table of demons, and they allow the demons to come in their brains. This is the interior castle. Legion could fit in a six-foot body. They say that could be up to 2,000 demons, and demons are the offspring of the Nephilim or the disembodied spirits of the Nephilim, and they're 30 to 60 feet tall. So you got 2,000 30 to 60 foot tall demons inside a 6 foot body. How's that? Because your soul is a castle, a gigantic castle. You could fit all of God the Father in His infinite vastness in one soul. That's why one soul is so precious. It's a castle of the soul. You can fit the entire universe inside one soul. And in fact, that's already in your soul. We're just trying to get the light of the Lamb in your soul instead of the darkness of the second heavens out of your soul. Amen. So you can be transfigured by the renewing of your mind, by the washing of the water of the Word, glorified on the mountain of the transfiguration of Jesus Christ by the apostolic and prophetic anointings of the Father manifest in Elijah and Moses who overcame death in their day because they came into the fullness of the apostolic and the prophetic, which is the kingship and the lordship of the king of kings and lord of lords. So all these things put together manifest the kingdom age, and there's a lot of stuff there, and I just want to sow it as seeds right into your hearts so you can have your own encounters with it and go wild with it and have as much fun as you want with it every day. The whole earth is yours and the fullness thereof. The earth is the Lord's. Where is the Lord? 
If anyone's in Christ, they're one spirit with the Lord. You're in blood covenant. The whole earth is yours, Christians. It's not the devil's. He wants you to think it's his. It's not his. Everything in the world is your legal property. Now, you have to work within the anointing. You can't steal from one another. And we're not fully in the kingdom age yet. We're coming out of the church age, so there is human governments and there's human law. And it's enforced to deal with man's sin. But I tell you the truth, in a short time, there will not be human governments. There will not be human law. There will not be police. There will not be hospitals. <laughs> and that time is fast approaching. It's not hundreds of years in the future. It's as fast as you manifest sonship. It's as fast as you come into full spiritual stature and burn on the mountain of transfiguration as an overcomer with Elijah and Moses. And we got this. Our clouds together can have a 10,000 mile anointing that burns through all hearts in the world. For this is the day that all men's hearts are revealed. What's in their hearts? A religious person's heart is full of murder. Full of murder. That's why I'm so excited when you provoke all these people that say they're apostles and prophets. Test the spirits to see if they're from God. I mean, they always expect me to be tested, and I'm tested continuously on the public level every day for 10 years. And it's like, but as soon as we test them, like we're the enemy, give me a break. These are untested, unprincipled, false Christian leaders. They get offended if you test them once. Get a life. These are prideful ministers of Satan. And they will be tested. They'll be tested in fire. Provoke everyone that says they're from God. Test every spirit to see if it's from God. Test the fruit. Most of these people are just lying sorcerers outside the city gates. Because if you're outside the city gate, you're not based on the white throne. That's why there's no loyalty. That's why there's no unity. They're not faithful to the throne. They only want to build up their own little empires, their own little ministries. Red Letter Ministry was given to me by the Lord's voice in my Mazda 929 and the spring of 2006, I was going to be a youth pastor. The audible voice of God spoke in my car. says, you're not going to pastor churches. You're going to pastor cities and nations. Call your ministry the Red Letter Ministry. And I will bless this ministry because it's my ministry. Not one detail of any of this is my idea. It's not human. It's the kingdom. And that's why it's scary. People are messing around. They have no fear of God because they think it's just business. They think it's marketplace. They think it's just charismania circus. But this is the kingdom of heaven. This is the lamb on the throne. And there are people here in the kingdom. And it's serious business. People that are irreverent. People that are touching God's anointed. People that are touching God's glorified. Which is even more severe. Touch not my anointed. Do my prophets no harm. But that seems like all the bewitched people ever do is touch God's anointed. The gossip, the backbiting, the slander, the attack, the secret messaging. Always trying to turn people against God's anointed. Because the demons don't want your spirit to grow into the next level of glory. Because you're destroying the kingdom of hell. And that's your destiny. To manifest full spiritual stature and destroy the kingdom of hell. That's lying to everybody every day. Trying to pull them out of their divine destiny trying to pull them out of spiritual growth, trying to pull them under faction leaders that will make you choose. It's Red Letter Ministries or me, but you can't have both. 
in the kingdom, all the sons of God are on the same throne. You have just disqualified yourself from the kingdom of heaven and the great white throne and the great white cloud. I'm in unity with every ministry that's in the kingdom. And I share posts all the time in our page, in our wall. I have worked with many apostles and prophets to this day. Yeah, and I am a prophet, so I always spur them on to go further as an irritation, like John the Baptist's camel hairs, constantly irritating people so they never settle and they keep going from glory to glory because you have not arrived to your actual promised land yet. The promised land is the fullness of the kingdom sacking the earth. The fullness of God the Father's glory blotting out the sun. And there will be no more darkness, no more demonic torment, no more alcoholism, secret sin, pornography. I mean, the world is such a mess. Obviously, there is much manifestation of the glory of God to do. And that's our job. For our hearts to burn in a greater apostolic and prophetic anointing and to be the brightness of God the Father in the earth and to absolutely dissolve the darkness all into the lake of fire from our heart life. Did our hearts not burn within us as He walked with us along the way, illuminating the Scriptures? What is the cap of the illumination of the Scriptures in your heart? I will write my laws upon their hearts and upon their minds. How bright do you want to be with the Word of God, King of kings and Lord of lords? There's no cap. So fill your heart with God's fresh manna, God's hidden manna. It's hidden because it's spirit. It's the spirit word. It's the sword of the spirit, the word of God. It's hidden. It's in your spiritual stomach. And it grows your spirit man, the hidden man of the heart. And it adorns the hidden man of the heart. So you could be wearing many crowns seated on the great white throne. And everyone treats you like crap, like they treated Jesus, like they treated John the Baptist, and like they treat me. Because they can't see in the spirit and they're blind by Satan and the pride of religion. But I know this is the season the apostolic anointing burns so hot and so bright in our hearts that we tear off all that pride that's been attacking us every day, that's been deceiving our people, the Christian race. They say there's a billion Christians in the world. And I'm not getting into the details, or Catholics, Christians. Pfft, doesn't matter. The anointing is what makes you Christian. And I tell you what, There'll be a lot of people excited about this fresh oil. It's the oil of favor, the apostolic. It's the oil of wisdom, the prophetic. And these two together build your spirit up to take over the world with heaven. Everyone wants heaven. Everybody wants paradise. Everybody wants ecstasy. We got it. Now let's burn up all the counterfeits of Satan through their hearts and minds in the name of Jesus Christ. Come into Financial Covenant with Red Letter Ministries, redlettermen.com, and be blessed. Amen.